Welcome to RCV Clips, short recordings and interviews designed to introduce listeners to helpful tools and brief explanations about ranked choice voting and how this voting method works. These clips are produced by the Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center, a compilation of best practices and first-hand experiences from jurisdictions that have used ranked choice voting, also known as RCV. The website, www.rankedchoicevoting.org, and the overall project serve as resources for election administrators, voters, policymakers, candidates, and for anyone who wants to learn more about ranked choice voting. We are not advocacy-focused. Rather, we aim to provide resources that allow jurisdictions to implement RCV effectively and efficiently. The RCV Resource Center team is comprised of former election administrators who have conducted statewide, municipal, and district RCV elections. My name is Morgan Chance, and I'm a fellow with Fair Vote and the Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center. In today's RCV clip, Budgeting for RCV, I will be talking with Gary Bartlett, who serves as team leader for the Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center. He was the North Carolina State Board of Elections Executive Director for 20 years, and during his tenure, North Carolina conducted the first statewide ranked choice voting election with modern voting machines. Hi, Gary. Thank you for joining me today. Happy to be on, Morgan. So during the Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center webinars, attendees frequently submit questions about how to budget for ranked choice voting elections. And I understand that you've been asked similar questions when you've testified before legislative committees and other governing, governing bodies about RCV. And how have you responded to these questions? Well, Morgan, there are actually several ways I can answer that question. Each jurisdiction has their own specific needs and fiscal limits. First, let me share the budget process used in North Carolina, which uh, is similar to others. Shortly before a legislative session, a budget request is made to the Joint House and Senate Budget Committee. You send in your prioritized needs with justification and documentation. A budget analyst visits, asks questions, and then reports back to the committee. The next step is presenting the committee and fielding questions. It never failed that a member not knowing the subject matter would ask an off-the-wall question. I learned to cherish these moments. I would state that we did not have an immediate answer, but the member in the committee would shortly have an answer. Then I would supplement the answer with additional information that was lacking in the meeting for the public record. This was very helpful to interested members, media, and public. Sometimes the budget is whatever you're allotted. When a Court of Appeals judge vacancy prompted North Carolina's first statewide use of RCV, this was an unexpected election that we had no budget dedicated to RCV. The states and counties had to absorb the cost within their existing budgets for the general election, which included the RCV contest and three district contests. Other than that, we put together our thinking uh, caps and found ways to supplement through grants for PSAs, utilize the skills of the state board staff and North Carolina State University, also existing voter education materials, and provided good oral and written instructions to the voter at the polling place. Of course, we hope as jurisdictions adopt 
ranked choice voting, they will be able to include some funds for RCV in their budgets up front. Great. So based on that, what costs should a jurisdiction consider including in their budget for ranked choice voting? The cost for implementing RCV will vary by jurisdiction, which is true for elections in general. What we have found in gathering information and best practices from RCV jurisdictions around the country is that RCV can greatly decrease election budgets over time by eliminating the costs of runoffs, second primaries, or off-cycle primaries. All that being said, there are some costs that will be incurred specifically to rank choice voting, especially during the initial implementation. And if a jurisdiction does not typically allot these election-related expenses, there could be some costs. For example, uh, examples are voter education and outreach, upgrading voting systems, candidate education, media education, and poll worker training. And I will reiterate, if a jurisdiction already has these things in place, then RCV uh, will have minimal impact on budgets. Implementing RCV does not have to be an extravagant expense. It follows much of the same procedures and protocols of any election. And part of the reason we formed the Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center was to help jurisdictions build up best practices. And, and testing we have done in partnership with the Center for Civic Design, uh, we have drawn on these findings to uh, find means where election officials and policymakers do not have to reinvent the wheel or spend money on marketing research or ballot design testing. That has already been done. And now states, cities looking to implement RCV can develop their plans and materials around these proven methods. Well, Gary, you mentioned that there may be costs associated with the voting systems and for voter education. Would you mind expanding on those items a little bit? Be happy to, Morgan. If RCV-capable voting equipment is already in place, then there may not be cost or just a one-time cost for updating the system to the firmware or software needed for RCV. Depending on the type of voting equipment, third-party tabulation may be needed, and there may be a cost associated with that service, which would be reoccurring for each RCV election and would vary based on the size of the jurisdiction. Fortunately, there are a couple options for offsetting these costs. Most of the newer voting systems have built-in RCV capability or in the process of having that option. Jurisdictions with legacy voting equipment, which we consider the previous generation of voting equipment and is typically uh, 10 years or more years old, now the Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center is working through with a breakthrough product project that uh, will greatly offset cost uh, for local jurisdictions and what states face. And that's the universal RCV tabulator. George Gilbert talked about this 
in more detail in a previous podcast. But the short of it is we are developing a universal RCV tabulator as a free tabulation software for jurisdictions to use when a cast vote record is available from the voting system. But the system does not have the built-in tabulation. In some instances, modest fees may be associated with tabulation. This will also allow statewide RCV tabulation when there's more than one type of voting equipment used in the state. This will have a tremendous impact on budgets. Of course, I need to circle back to the other part of your question about voter education. Voter education and training of candidates and election officials may require some expenditures by the jurisdiction, but we have found that much can be carried out through the existing voter education and outreach efforts and through existing training programs that are in place for any election. Many of these costs are minimized while providing effective education and outreach. A voter guide or similar information piece is an effective tool that can serve as an educational piece for multiple audiences, though may only reach those who are mostly civically engaged. The most critical components have little to no cost associated with them. The ballot instructions and instructions to the voter when they present themselves to vote. The Center for Civic Design uh, has been working on these as a part of the usability study with Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center and Fair Vote. They also uh, are continuing to do research about presenting RCV results, which are proven to be another effective means of educating the public about RCV without reoccurring substantial costs. One finding by the center is that workers, excuse me, voters appreciate one-page informational sheets explaining how to mark their ranked choice voting ballot and how results are tallied round by round until a winner is declared. Well, great, Gary. Thank you. That was that was very helpful. Um, I do have one last question for you. Um, this question was actually submitted during a recent webinar, um, which isn't a very direct budget question, but does touch on RFPs and purchasing. Can you talk a little bit about requests for proposals or RFPs and how to factor ranked choice voting into an RFP, presumably for a new voting system? Morgan, that's a really very smart, forward-thinking question. For those who haven't heard the term request for proposal before, they are solicitations published by city, county, or state government. In the elections world, governments issue RFPs when they're looking for new voting machines or other large purchases. When team members have consulted with other states or jurisdictions looking to replace their voting equipment, we have used the term future-proofing. When any voting system RFP is issued, it should be written with consideration of future changes or developments in the election administration, including RCV. For those who do not know the process, 
vendors then respond to the RFP about their ability to meet the criteria, which will shape the cost of the proposal, proposal portion to each vendor's response. A locked-in price will always, always be more cost-effective than an expensive add-on at a later date. Other factors also influence the vendor's proposal, including the number of jurisdictions being served and whether it's a lease or a purchase, and if maintenance is included and more. Well, great. Thank you so much for taking the time to share this with us, Gary. Happy to do it, Morgan, and thanks for conducting this podcast. Of course. Thank you for joining us today for our January RCV Clip, a monthly segment produced by the Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center. Until next time, I'm Chris Hughes on behalf of my colleagues Morgan Chance, Gary Bartlett, and the rest of the Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center.